Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the 12 Days of Ultraman with the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich and with me as always is the red sweater to my Andy Williams, Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? You might want to give him your last name too, just in case, you never know. Didn't I? No, you said Rich. Oh, well, I'm just saying. Genre, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just in case, you got to keep oh, these things. Yeah, I know, <laughs> got to keep these things consistent. Anyway, it's day yes. two of the 12 Days of Ultraman, and um, we're going to talk to you about episode two of Ultraman Orb, the Origin Saga, which has two conflicting titles, depending upon what website you're looking at. Um, <laughs> Well, when I look at these things on YouTube, they sure. don't actually give the titles at all. Which no, of course not. Uh, this one is, uh, according to Wikipedia, it's Close Relations. According okay. to the Ultra Wiki, it's um, The Last Fellow. Okay. They don't and even I feel like, close to each other. No, I feel like the Blu-ray has a completely different title, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't it? Right? Oh, yeah, lovely. what are you going to do? Um, Not a heck of a lot. Yeah. So, anyway, this is Ultraman Orb uh, Origin Story Episode 2. Air date was 1 2 of 2017. Uh, Kazuya Kanaka and uh, Hirotoshi Kobayashi is our writer and director. Okay. Um, can you close the door by any chance? What do you mean? I can hear people. Oh, then I'd have to move to a different room because they're in a different room. Ah, I mean, I'm downstairs because the wife's asleep upstairs, even though. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll just, hey, guys, be quiet, please. It's about as best we're going to get. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Um, I just want to say hi to the listeners. No, go and be quiet. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, after uh, Bezel's destruction, the queen can only sense it from afar and mourn its child's death. Tired of multiple bloodsheds, Psyche tries to beg for Amate and Shinra's help, but of course Shinra refuses. Um, Further adding to his denial is how he had planted bombs in Psyche's base, countering his own threat. Um, Although Shinra tries to detonate the base, Psyche is, of course, um, he gives in while reminding the former, he's like, look, if this is what Amate wants, that's, I don't know, I want to give a compromise here. Yeah, um, you're trying to compromise. You're not trying to kill everybody to prevent the war that might come. Yeah. No, no, no. That's crazy talk. <laughs> um, meanwhile, in Ruin, Juggler is lecturing Guy for making a promise he can't possibly fulfill by saving the kid. Um, and, is, you know, says his ideals are dumb and this and that. Um, right. He's like, no, no, I think, uh, I think I should strive for my ideals even if I can't achieve them. And uh, You have to at least try. Yeah, this is the first appearance of the Orbnica in uh, in the show, uh, where right. he, where he learns the. Uh, well, you know what? You know what's funny. We don't know if the at this point if this counteracts the melody. Is the melody his melody, or did he learn it off of Naomi's grandmother? I don't remember that. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Well, I'm not even going to go with keeping a story straight at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I hate to say it that way, but they're going, yeah, 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 that didn't count. That didn't count. You know know that song. That's his favorite song. You know the song. (laughs) Exactly. 
You're like, oh, okay. I'm also convinced that, that might be the only song he knows on the Orbnica. Oh, absolutely. Like you couldn't be like, hey, could you do, uh, you know, uh, not three times? Prayer Shack or something? Prayer <laughs> Shack. Hot cross buns. <laughs> exactly. Anything. Uh, yeah. Also, would love to see someone else pick up the Orbnica at this point now and play hot cross buns, but. <laughs> so. Um, uh, we then shift back to Amate glaring over the slab of the war god and Raigu visiting his pregnant wife. As yes. uh, Shinara returns, he delivers uh, Dr. Psyche's wish for Amate for a drop of her royal blood in exchange for their safety. Amate is willing to try to do so uh, with Psyche's syringe, not wanting the paradise of his own image, but his... Um, what the hell? Yeah, okay. he, so he wants to prevent decides, the- like I don't know if controlling people is the way to bring about peace by just exerting right. absolute control over them right yeah. but she said I'll have to do I have to give a drop of my blood to prevent this guy from attacking everybody which right okay but then she, yeah and then she kind of decides against it like maybe that's not a great idea like um I don't know. So uh, then we go back to the orphaned boy who is brought to a village, uh, but he's like, and it's too quiet. And Juggler's like, you know, we should stop saying that because every time anyone ever says that, something goes really wrong. Yeah, it, that's the way it always is. Boy, yeah. it's too quiet. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love that they called that out. Like, And it's Juggler's just being like, yeah, we need to stop saying that, man, because that's not cool. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a hundred percent against the continuation of that uh of that saying as long as exactly. we're together. Um <laughs> Yeah. So um of course it's he says something's off with the magnetic waves. Meanwhile, back on Earth, Shohei and Yui uh received the result from Yusuke that the object they salvaged is a seed. Which right. appears to be in perfect shape, despite being from an ancient civilization. Um, and he's like, judging just from the size of the seed, this could grow into a 300-meter-tall tree, being yes. extraterrestrial. Now, they also pointed out that the tallest tree on Earth is 115 meters tall. I thought it was 150. But that's okay. Well, that's, the, that's 300 feet. Yeah. So, I mean, is that how tall the tallest tree is? Roughly? I don't know. How tall? I don't know either. I wasn't looking. Is the tallest tree. <laughs> yeah, I know. We have to look these things up now. That's what we do. That would be Hyperion. Okay. Um, among the redwoods, uh, a tree named Hyperion dwarfs them all. This tree was discovered in 2006, and it is indeed 115.7 meters tall. Um, okay. So, there you go. 379.7 feet. Okay. Okay. That's nuts. Enough. That is nuts. That is I mean, it is a redwood, so it's gigantic. But well, yeah, that's like, now, that's like the tallest guy in the NBA. It's not, you know, <laughs> well, that guy is really tall. Yeah, you think? You know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're on the list of tall trees, you know, but like that, it's still nuts. That is crazy. That but is crazy. That's they're near 400 feet tall. That's yeah, but they're saying that now that this seed can grow to be 300 meters tall, yeah, like triple that pretty much. Yeah, close uh, to triple that. Let's see, uh, 300 meters to feet. 
is roughly 900 and change, 990 maybe. In feet. Uh, that'd be 984.2. <laughs> okay, that's, close enough. Yeah, that's <laughs> also bananas. Yeah. <laughs> we've seen what the tree looks like on the other planet, and it's wide. It's gigantic. Yeah. Absolutely. And they call it the tree of life. Okay, the tree of life. whatever. Right. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, now, wh- after looking at a photo of her mother and her pendant, uh, Amate remembers how her mother became the war deity to fight against uh, Gargorgon. And, oh, is that who um, that was? Okay. Yeah, remember we've seen Gargorgon before. I'm sure we have. I knew I had seen him. I just didn't know who he was. And, of course, I that's wasn't going to look it up because that's crazy talk. Yeah, <laughs> I would do that. Um, when I will tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tell me later. So she notices someone enters the bedroom and she hides and it sees that uh, Shinra is trying to approach her before uh, Mikot and Rika caught him and attempts and he uh, attempts to escape. Um, right. He was later shown heading to uh, Suzark, uh, thus being branded as a traitor, although Rika believes he is innocent. Uh, when Guy and Juggler inspect the village, meanwhile, they found an infected Bemstar head. Uh, with Juggler sending the boy to a villager, Guy transforms into Ultraman Orb and attacks the monster, but it flees to space in the middle of the battle because Guy is right. you know, Guy's attempting to use Ultra Beams on it, and it's just like, yeah, I'm just going to keep sucking up the... Sucking yeah, up exactly. The yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. And then Juggler says that Guy can even be a larger Ultra if he if runs he while yeah, yeah. he's transforming, which... Okay, I didn't know that. That was a yeah. thing, but oh, well, see, the the translation I saw was if you're paying, if you concentrate, oh, you okay, be the same size, which makes a lot more sense than yeah. If you run at it, <laughs> what am I friction powered? What the hell is that? Yeah, about? pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and um, so uh, where we got here? So he transforms back into guy and uh, picks up juggler and chases Bemstar using Orb Caliber. Uh, right. Meanwhile, on right. cannon. Uh, Rika discovers that there was uh, Kugutsu, which is the stuff that um, influences, you know, allows Dr. Psyche to influence people at a distance. Um, right. That was in the syringe. Gasp. Right. Now they're saying that that was some kind of poison and that the guy yeah. was trying to actually poison the queen, which is, you know, yeah, punishable so, by death, obviously. Right, so then they said, oh, she's like, let me talk. Can I talk to him? And I'm like, you're the empress. Just say, bring me the guy. Like, yeah, exactly. That, that was, I was like, yeah, you can talk to him. You can do whatever you want. You're empress. You, know? <laughs> you decide everybody wants to wear brown on Thursdays? That's what you do. That's what everybody does, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, fine, fine. Um, but he's like, no, we already, he's on his way to Prison Planet already. And, of course, he escapes in, a, in an escape pod, um, and then um, Mikot and Rika are sent to capture him. But, of course, their ship, Suzark, gets caught in a gravity field made by the infected Bemstar. Yes. Uh, sensing that their lives in danger, Guy leaves Juggler to, uh, to the ship and transforms to fight the monster again, landing on an asteroid. Both giants I fight. I think you're... you're- you're merging the two episodes together, two and three. No, no, no. This is this is where it cuts off with the. This is where it cuts off to the. Um, oh, okay, okay. To the cliffhanger. You missed a bit then. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. What did I miss? Well, the only thing you really missed was the the scientists trying to put this glyph together. The the big. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I mean, they were trying to put that together. That's all. Yeah, they were, they were putting the, yeah, the big the lid of the box, if you will. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Um, and uh, that's it. Then it ends on a cliffhanger. Yes. Uh, I liked uh, I liked uh, Kugutsu Bemstar. Yeah, like, I do like the Bemstar. Every possessed Bemstar was kind of cool. <laughs> that's like, fair. Okay. I liked it when the. Uh, was it this episode or the next episode where the girls wake up and jugglers in the ship and they're like, where the hell did you come from? Next episode. Next okay, episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, I enjoyed that a lot. They're like, wait a minute. Who, who the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. Why are you on our ship? What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> but yeah. that's fine. We're going to get to that next episode anyway. Yeah. So let's look up. Uh, why don't we do Queen Bezelb as our monster minute along with uh, Kugutsu Bemstar. Um, all right, Best Buy, please stop giving me pop-ups. <laughs> oh, um, you need all the pop-ups you can get. <laughs> they need, if they're going to do that, they should sponsor the podcast. Um, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the Bezel are an alien insect that uh, appear in Ultraman Orb, the, Ky- the origin saga. They serve the alien wraith scientist, Dr. Psyche. Um, let's see what kind of, do we have any? trivia um because i'm not seeing a lot of oh here we go uh the height varies the weight varies the home planet is planet zane um and that's kind of that yeah it's not going to be a whole heck of a lot the last time we saw one is ultraman rubey episode 11 eisen's frenzy okay i don't quite remember but but that's okay that could have that could that could have happened sure (laughs) Uh, he was designed by Hiroshi Maruyama, who returned to work for Subaraya as a freelancer. Okay, um, their name is based on Beelzebub, a foreign god mentioned in the Old Testament. True to their subtitle as Space Demons, uh, the name also means Lord of the Flies, which ties into their insectoid design. Oh, okay, cool enough. Um, in old Christian demonology, the Beelzebub were notorious for numerous demonic possession cases which is based on the effect of the kugutsu on their victim. Sure, sure. Um, Being hive-like monsters, their characteristics are based on bees and other colonial insects. The poison's name, kugutsu, is the Japanese word for puppet. Yeah, Yeah, look at that. There you go. Yeah, I like that. That makes Um, sense now. Yeah, the belt, the Beezlebs and their queen are tributes to the Chaos Header from Ultraman Cosmos. So well, that's it makes sense to give it away, but on the Cosmos next episode, later, yeah, right, you get to see Cosmos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Anything that I need to see? No, no, no. We're gonna now look at our Kugutsu Bemstar. Come on, let's. Hey, not you. Oh, Zach, what? stop. Okay. All right, now we got to find Kagutsu Bemstar. Holy mackerel, there's a lot of Bemstar stuff. Bemstar yeah, he was all over the place. History of Ultraman, if I'm... Uh, okay. I mean, the Return of Ultraman. That is his... Yeah, Ultraman, Return of Ultraman, episode 18, Ultra 7 arrives. All the way to Ultraman Z, the last hero, which we just we just watched last week. Right? <laughs> we just watched it. What I know, weird, we're catching what up. What a weird set of coincidences, though, that, like, 
the way we're doing thing actually lines up with what the reality is. Yeah, who would have known, <laughs> right? Exactly, um, exactly. Ultraman X, come on, Orb the Origin Saga. He appears in two and three where he's been poisoned by Bezel and he becomes Kagutsu Bemstar. Um, the Bemstar suit from Ultraman X was reused for Bemstar's appearance. Okay. Oh, you've got a visitor hey, behind you. He's a car. Wow, he got tall. Dude, it's crazy. It's yeah, <laughs> huge. What's up, bud? You looking for a dragon or something? Okay. Um, the only modification of the suit were a group of vein-like structures on the monster's left side. This is probably where the Bezel stung it. Okay. So there you go. Um, and his defeat is similar to another uh, defeat where Zero does the Zero does the same thing basically that Orb does in this. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. that's fair. That's fair. So yeah, this is. I think this is kind of a slow burn. This series. Um, well, the problem I'm going to find is this is at least a three-parter, which I haven't seen the third part. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know how much they're going to be able to squeeze in because they got the next one. We're going to see Cosmos, and I, like I said, I haven't seen episode four yet, so right. I don't know how much they're going to try to squeeze into this twelve episodes. Oh, we got Cosmos. They're going to try to squeeze as well, and Dinah coming too. Oh, good lord! Yeah, yeah. There's there's plenty to plenty to go around. Okay, plenty okay. to go around. Um, so yeah, that's uh that's gonna be it for the second episode of the Twelve Days of Ultraman 2020. Hopefully, airing in 2020. We still don't know yet, you guys. Um, depending on when you're listening to this, is when it came out. Who knows? Um, <laughs> We're trying. It's just yeah, time. It's, uh, and oh, time probably, and life. We have been given. Uh, the pandemic has put a has put a serious time crunch on being able to record these extra episodes. Um, yes. So it's not that we don't want that we might not be able to, but we'll see. I mean, it depends on, Hey, if you're listening to this two days after Christmas mission accomplished that we did exactly. it, you guys <laughs> we landed on the aircraft carrier. We came out in our jumpsuits. And there's a giant banner behind us. that says mission accomplished. Exactly. Yeah. If not, we're, we're trying. Yeah. If not, this might be sometime in March. And, uh, you know, that's when, that's when the science patrol 12 days of Ultraman 2020 <laughs> now in 2021 temporarily. Um, exactly. We'll, who knows? We'll see. But, um, again, We're doing what we can, this entire argument is moot right now because they're listening to it and they're listening to it whenever they're listening to it. So, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Yeah. so anyway, rate, review, subscribe. It was uh, wonderful of you to tune in, and we hope to see you tomorrow, whether that's three days after Christmas or sometime by Columbus Day. Who the hell knows? <laughs> We're Ultraman, uh, Ultraman Orb Origin Saga uh, 4, which is called, apparently, um, uh, Echo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not seeing titles. so Appropriate just... being that we're both in rooms that are echoing right now, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, I can't wait till this is all over and I can set up pro proper, like a real proper setup. That'll be nice. I know. Would be nice. Would be nice. We're going to have baffles. It's going to be one. I want to. No, it's not even that. Just to be in the same room again. Oh, yeah. That'll be nice. <laughs> I saw somebody at work yesterday that I haven't seen in whatever since like March. And I was like, oh my God, it's so good to see you. <laughs> like, I can't believe I like, it's like, I know I haven't seen anyone from this shift in 
so long and it's so weird. <clears throat> yeah, she's usually on third shift, but she comes in early. Ah, I got a you. lot to help out, but I they, we're strictly segregated at this point. So no, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah. So that's about it. All right, guys. Um, as usual, I mangle the end of the show, but that's nothing unusual. So we'll see you all tomorrow <laughs> for day three of the Twelve Days of Ultraman. So uh, on behalf of uh, the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Dolly Forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. Bring back back. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.